Hey, hoop ballers, are you into sports betting? Do you want to know why a certain game has a funky line? Well, HoopBall has you covered. Today in sports betting is a great addition to all your handicapping questions with hosts Ira Silver and Devin Ellington. We break down game lines and future bets on all sports and try to make some money along the way. Follow us on Twitter at HoopBallGaming, at Ira Silver Magic, and at D-A-L-E-007. And download Today in Sports Betting in the App Store, Google Play, and available on Spotify. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hello, and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Patria, flying solo today. Uh, should be a relatively quick one. Only one game. Showdown slate card. Uh, flying solo. Can't imagine this will take too, too long. Uh, keep it nice and short for those who are prepping for the opening NFL uh, games. I mean, we had that Thursday night game, but the whole big main slate Sunday. So, uh, you know, we'll keep it nice and simple. Let you guys prepare for both. Get some action in both. Uh, and I always say this is a great time to play basketball is when football starts because people slowly start to switch gears. Uh, stop paying attention as much and don't do as much research. So uh, there'll be some things we could take advantage of with this uh, with this weird time in sports where we kind of have a big whirlwind of everything going on. Uh, but needless to say, we're talking about this Sunday. Like I said, this showdown slate, September 13th card. Before we jump into anything, I just want to give a quick shout out to our presenting sponsors, my bookie. If you haven't already checked them out, you are missing out. There was basically last Thursday for that opening football. They were giving out free money. Uh, insane bets over there, plus 53, I believe it was, for KC. And it's just, yeah, how can you not take that? Just take advantage of it and get your free money. So go over there, use that promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, and you'll get 100% on your deposit matched, Well, so more free money. And you can get in on some of these nice Sunday games. So check them out. And then uh, if you have any gifts, uh, any maybe birthdays, any holidays coming up, they want to buy somebody a nice gift, why don't you look at that perfect package kit? Over at Manscaped, use that promo code HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0, 20% off, plus free shipping off your entire purchase. Whoever you buy that for will be extremely ecstatic, and maybe you just want to be a little selfish. Get it for yourself. Uh, I have one, and I will tell you right now, it is amazing. Nice, light, portable, uh, waterproof. You can even use it in the shower a little bit, so uh, check them out, guys. Awesome products, everything that they have over there. So we're going to dive right into this. Like I said, it is uh, you know only a one-game card. We have the L.A. Clippers going against the Denver Nuggets. Two 13-and-a-half game total. Clippers are being favored uh, right now by eight-and-a-half points. Uh, so, you know, the spreads have pretty much been about the same, just, just about more or less for the series where it's been about eight-and-a-half. And, uh, you know, Clippers uh, played well in that last one, but not well enough. The Nuggets really clicking. Michael Porter Jr., uh, hitting that big shot after he was just talking in the media about the whole not getting shots and everything like that. So, uh, looked like he was getting put in the doghouse, but he might have uh, he might have saved himself with that shot. So, we'll start off with this Clippers team though, and I think uh, it's, we pretty much know what to expect at this point. And that's the great thing about these playoff series is by game five and six, uh, even four, you pretty much know what the rotation is going to look like, and that's something substantial needs to change. And you know we can't imagine that the Clippers are going to be going away and doing that. So. Uh, I'll, I'll continue just to be all over Kawhi Leonard. You know, getting him in that MVP spot is going to be tough. Uh, ideally, you want to have three studs. 
you know, it, you know, between Leonard, Paul George, Jamal Murray, and Jokic, you want to have three of the three of the four. If you can get all four, fantastic. But uh, you want to have three of the four, and to get three of the four, you know, putting Leonard in that captain spot, things start to get a little dicey towards the end. You get a little bit more difficult. Um, and the reasoning on on why I'm saying that is, I just don't love a lot of these mid tier type guys on either team. Like we never, I wouldn't say we never, but we don't see too often, you know, guys like. Uh, at least during the playoff bubble, Williams, Harrell, Zubak, uh, you know, even Marcus Morris, Millsap, Gary Harris. None of these guys really show that 40 point ceiling or that even that 35 point ceiling necessarily. Uh, we generally get, you know, little safe options out of them where they're getting you the 20 to 30. Um, so I'm not I'm not like, you know, going out of my way to make sure I have a ton of those guys. I want the upside guys that can get me, you know, 50, 60, 70. Uh, and I want as many of them as I possibly could. So I'm okay with going even below the, the mid-tier guys I was just mentioning. So uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, both excellent options. Uh, prefer Leonard over George, but George is still an excellent player himself. Uh, I wouldn't mind getting shares of both of these guys and then getting one of those other Denver guys, and that's probably the approach I'm going to take. Um, Lou Williams coming in at uh, 8400 uh, I'm not playing Lou Will. I haven't been playing Lou Will, and I don't think I'm going to start now. He's, you know, been struggling uh, ever since his, his return from being, yeah, I guess, you know, quarantined again from going to the strip club that time. Uh, so I, I just can't get on board with Lou Williams or Montrez Harrell. I'm not going to be touching either one of these guys. Uh, Marcus Morris Sr., $5,800. That's a fair price tag. You know, I'm not going to go out of my way to get him. Like I said, uh, I don't mind him. If I have the money for him, sure, but... He's kind of lumped in a little bit with those mid-tier guys. Uh, you know, I, I get a little nervous. Um, I don't. I haven't seen that ceiling in a little bit. But Zubak is a guy I definitely have some interest in. Back-to-back games with 30-plus minutes. Uh, they're playing him. They want his defense for Jokic. Uh, I prefer him over Morris. He's probably my third favorite option of anybody on the Clippers. And then, you know, following him, uh, the only other guy I'm really looking at might be a guy like Patrick Beverly, who's slowly starting to see minutes rise again. You know, 27 in that last one, 23 before that. Uh, you know, this is his uh, fifth game back, and the most amount of minutes he's played was in that last one. So we know he's not necessarily going to stuff the stat sheet. He's not going to get you a ton of points. Um, but knowing that he's only 4,200, he's got a decent ceiling on him. We've seen it a couple times before, uh, and the minutes are starting to rise. So for all those reasons, I have interest. And those are probably the four Clipper guys I will primarily look like or look at if I need to take, you know, a stab in the dark. Uh, I prefer guys like Jermichael Green over Montrose Harrell just for the savings. It feels like their floors and ceilings are pretty much similar at this point anyway. So uh, give me Jermichael Green over Montrose Harrell. All right. We will uh, slide over to the Denver side of things. And, uh, yeah, again, guys, like I said, this this is going to be a quick one. I uh, do apologize. It's just one game. Not much more we could talk about. I'm not, I don't want to sit here – and put a bunch of light and exposure on guys, you know, like Landry Shaman and, you know, guys, I know I'm not going to have any interest in. I, I want to talk about the guys that, um, you know, I'm eliminating from my player pool and the guys I'm keeping in there because you, you got to differentiate somehow. And I think, like I said, for that Clipper team, getting rid of a lot of those middle tier guys uh, is the way to do it. Denver Nuggets. Uh, looking at the top options, Joe Kitch at 10-8, Murray at 10-K. Both these guys very much in play. Um, I very much prefer Jokic, though, and I'll continue saying, I'll continue doing. You know, Murray had a good game in that last one, uh, but this team's going to continue to flow right through Jokic. Uh, very fair price tag at 10-8. He's going to get done against this uh, against his front court, and I don't see how that's going to slow down. You know, Murray took 25 shot attempts to, for him to get to where we needed to get him at. Four, you know, 48 DK points, very good game. Don't get me wrong. Uh, 10K still doesn't even pay off that salary. 
It's a little different with the showdown. So I get that, but you know, is he going to take 25, 30 shot attempts again? He might, they might need him to, he very well might, but uh, I, I just don't want to pay that price tag when I know I can get Jokic for only $800 more. Uh, that's probably the way I'll go. Next guy to probably bring up would be Michael Porter Jr. Only 22 minutes in that last one, like we said. Uh, it looked like he was being limited. It might have been for his doghouse comments that he said about, you know, moving to get more guys involved, giving them more shots, and then only took three shot attempts that game. Uh, but the one shot he did manage to hit was a big one. Uh, nice big three uh, late. And, you know, that kind of confidence and being able to hit those and knock down those shots, you know, regardless of what he said uh, about his head coach, you know, the coach is going to coaching staff going to have more confidence when you're able to do that. And especially on this sort of stage. So I expect for him his minutes to probably get back up there a little bit more. They're going to need him to score. Uh, 7,600 is a very fair price tag. If you can afford him, I don't mind it. I'm not going to go out of my way just to get him in there. I, I don't know if he's a must play guy on this slate. Uh, if we know he's playing 30 minutes, I, I definitely think he is. Uh, but he's also another one of the reasons why if I'm looking for two scoring options, Joe Kitchen Porter Jr. would be those two. Uh, and I could get both those guys in there and leave Murray to the to the wayside and you know, or vice versa, more Murray and Porter Jr. You could still get that, you know, secondary possible high score on the Nuggets. Um moving to the guys in the front court, you know, Grant and Millsap. Millsap has just been absolutely awful throughout this entire bubble. Uh the last game he came out and was able to muster up 28 DK points. Uh, but I'm not I'm not chasing that. I, I can't, you know, he played 29 minutes in that. The minutes, you know, they're going up and down. It looks like he got a couple of the ones back from Porter Jr. that Porter Jr. was taking. Um, so that maybe you look at it like that, pivot off those two guys. If, maybe if you don't want to play Porter Jr., you can play a little Millsap because that seems to be where the minutes are going and vice versa. If you're playing Millsap, don't play Porter Jr. Uh, Grant is going to be safe regardless, though. He's a guy that you can easily look at, gets it done defensively, continues to play a boatload of minutes in the th- you know, high 30s. Uh, just simply because he's their best defender. They need him on the court as much as possible, as much as he could play, next to Gary Harris, uh, who's also an excellent perimeter defender. I probably won't be playing too much Gary. I don't mind it at 5K. It's just going to come down to you know lineup structure and what I have left over and what I have remaining. I'm not you know going out of my way to get him in there. Uh, I expect you know very minimal role for him, uh, very minimal shot attempts. It's just the, the usage has been going through Jokic and, and Murray and then whatever's left over. Uh, is going to just the open perimeter guy. Uh, and Gary Harris, is, he's going to have his hands full defensively. So, And that's probably it. I wouldn't mind looking at Monte Morris. I'd actually probably prefer him over Harris simply because of the, the discount, that $1,200, I think will be a big difference for us later on. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm going to leave, you know, your Tory Craigs and uh, some of these other guys to the wayside. I don't I don't think I need to get there. Uh, you know, $1,000 cheaper than Monte Morris the floor is a little lower, though. Ceiling's a little lower. Uh, probably, probably pass off of that. So for me, uh, Denver side of things, I will rank them in order of uh, where I think I'm going to have my exposure. It will be Jokic. It will be Porter Jr. And then Murray will follow in after those two. Uh, then I will be looking at some some Grant, uh, my Millsap pivot, pivot off of Michael Porter Jr. here and there. Very minimal shares of Gary Harris, Torrey Craig, and Monte Morris. And I prefer Morris over all three of those guys uh, if that's the way you want to look. And that's it. I mean, that, that was this might be the fastest podcast in the DFS Today history. Uh, it's only going to be like a 10 to 12 minute show. And I mean, I, I listen, if you guys listen to these shows, you know, I can sit here and talk all day long. Uh, I have no issues doing that. But, you know, I figured 
keep it light. I'll, I'll fly solo. We could have brought somebody else on, and you know, but let's keep it light. We got we got plenty of sports action. Uh, we got some big games coming. I'm hoping that they start bringing back these, you know, DraftKings. That being uh, these two day slates, where you know, once it gets down to tight games, we don't have as many showdowns. It's just two day slates, two games, two days. Uh, I'll be looking forward to that. You know, I, I the showdown slates. I always tell people, you know, if you're confident in yourself, just be careful. Um, you know, definitely limit your exposure, the amount that you normally would play. If you're a 20 percent type of guy of your bankroll per night, maybe go to 10. Uh, maybe even a little less than that, just because the odds of splitting a lineup with somebody, having similar lineups, it's going to happen. Uh, and you'll find yourself just sinking down a little bit because of that. So uh, limit your limit your exposure. Maybe go take a, take advantage of some football, uh, some football pricing and things on that nature, and then get some little basketball exposure. But uh, that's all we have for you over here at Hoopball DFS today. If you guys have a quick moment, go give us a rate and review on uh, you know Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, iTunes, wherever you're listening to this. A nice thumbs up, five star. It means the world to us. Uh, we love to see that kind of stuff. It allows us to get better and grow uh, on our side of things over here. And then if you want to give me a follow on Twitter, you can find me at Mike Apatria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. I'm um, always on the little Twitter sphere trying to share things as soon as I see them, whether it's a retweet for a beat writer uh, or just, you know, whatever I'm having for lunch. Uh, you know, it might be something like that up there once in a while, but uh, you can always shoot me your questions. I'm happy to help anybody that has anything or hey, if you want to just say hi, come say hi. But uh, we will be back tomorrow. I will be on with Brenton. We'll be breaking down the Monday slate for you guys, jumping into things. So from everybody over here at the Hoopball DFS Today family, thank you guys for listening. Let's go out there and take down one of these showdown slates. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.